hello 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 beautiful unicorns welcome back to my weekly get your shit together live guidance with yana casper talk with myself where i help you do that where i help you to start getting your life in order and get your shit together where it matters most and it really does help when you bring me the topics that you want me to cover for these get your shit together weekly live guidance lessons, trainings, if you will, whatever we want to call them, live videos or podcasts. Yana Kasperzak, your spiritual awakening core energy coach. And my sole purpose is to help you get your shit together so you can break free from that mental prison that you find yourself in and live the life, live a fulfilling life that you are proud of and love to wake up to every single day. And today, the topic that we're going to be covering and talking about is dealing with our triggers, one in particular, or two in particular, but that is rejection. Reje rejection number one, it's in relationship, and rejection number two, it's in business. Because many of you are in a relationship, whether an intimate relationship or not an intimate relationship, and many of you are also in business whether you're working for someone or were or you're working for yourself dealing with rejection is a crucial crucial skill it is something that each and every one of us gets to learn throughout our life and then when we get to a certain age the things that we have learned just like a computer they become outdated the programs that the computers when the computers just came around i don't know if you if you had access to the one of the very first computers when those things were around they are absolutely nothing like the computers today and those computers they still exist but they're so outdated that they wouldn't be able to function on the new systems or with the new systems and the same thing goes for us we are like a computer they there are systems that are ancient and antique and they work perfectly fine and they're great and there are systems within us and programs that no longer work for us there was a day and time uh, or a moment in the period of your life where you knew how to deal with rejection and you were a master at dealing with rejection you might remember it, you might not, depending on the age and the stage that you were in, in your evolution. But you knew how to deal with rejection because you found a way to get what you wanted anyways, and you still probably do. There are things in your life that you will get no matter what, no matter how many times or how many different ways someone rejects you, that you find a way to get what you want. So you still got it. You still know what you, how, how to get it, how to... Um, work past rejection and not allow rejection to completely bring you down and shut down your systems where it's like chaos and you can't function you can't do anything so before we go any further I just want to make sure that I have my video on here um, and it's slowly opening so that way I can see the comments because I don't see them on my phone yet again. Thank you, Facebook. I, I can tell you don't like me to go live in, in the group, which is Heal the Unicorn Spiritual Awakening for Women. So if you're not in the group and you're listening to this video, watching this video or podcast on another platform, please come and join us. There's so much gold in this group. And not to mention, you know, just this video plus many, many, many others from 
everyone, especially those of you who are in here already commenting. Um, so come and join the group and Facebook doesn't like, doesn't allow me to go live in the group through my computer. So I use my phone for that. Plus the camera is a little weird when I go live through um, Facebook, but um, anyways, here we go. Let's, uh, hello, Debbie. Hello, Rebecca. Hello, Laura. How are you ladies doing? Uh, Rebecca says I had an OG computer. <laughs> yeah, how was that? How, how was that device? I remember um, back in Russia, my parents got this computer, were so excited for it. And it was literally black screen with neon green writing. And there was only one game on that computer. And that game was <laughs> where you have a little dash on one side, one end of the screen, and the other dash on the other one, and you have a ball that will be ping-ponging from side to side. Uh, that entertained me for a little bit, but that wasn't my go-to game. I just went back being uh, outside and being part of the world that is outside of, um, outside of the devices and tech. So some things have changed and some things haven't changed. Um, and then Rebecca said, I also used a typewriter for my first year of college. Ooh, that must have been fun. I wonder if they still have the typewriter. Because those things now, you don't see that many of them. And they're more, you can find them in antique stores. And they're not cheap anymore. And I would like to acquire a typewriter one of these days. Just, you know, just for the fun of it. And at the same time, so I can write my own things in there. Uh, it's a whole entirely different experience. Going back to the old times where things were... I, I want to say more fun because it took so much more energy to typing than what it does now. Uh, you're sitting like this typing, whereas before, you, literally, you you can get a workout for your arms, whereas now it's just for your thumbs, right? You can use a thumb or one thumb, depending on how you type. Uh, and then Rebecca says, "I love that, especially the noisy printing. Oh, the computer's printing." <laughs> Or the typewriter, because both of those were noisy, what noisy printers, and the typewriter itself was really noisy. Okay, so uh, I, sh I should have kept my typewriter. It was much less forgiving when you make a mistake. Yeah, that's the other part. But if you are a true believer in there are no mistakes. That everything happens for a reason then that typo I mean yeah it kind of sucks but you, you couldn't go it's like a live video you can't go back and redo it I you can't go back and take parts out and that's one of the reasons why I love live videos and I prefer live videos and recorded that it's there it's done you see me for who i am there is no hiding there is no filters there's none of those things aside from pretty lights around <laughs> which you guys see uh, but anyway so let's go right into the topic now okay now we had a little bit of chit chat to make sure everybody got some time to warm up and feel welcome and hop on and alive so i wanted to share first let's talk about how do you, I want to ask you a question. When you are rejected in your relationship, let's talk about the relationship first. And, you know, maybe for the business, I'll do a separate video or just cover it up a little, uh, cover 
the business a little bit because that one is a lot easier. If you can deal with rejection in your personal relationships, it becomes so much easier to dealing with rejection in business. And it's similar, but in some areas it will be different because you don't have, a, for most of the businesses, when you are working with people, you don't have the deep, deep connection with those people as you do in your personal intimate relationships. And that's why if you are dealing and struggling with this trigger of rejection in your personal relationships, it will transfer into your business. So if you deal with it in your personal life, then you are also healing yourself in many different ways that dealing with rejection in business is no biggie. Yes, there's gonna be moments, there's gonna be times when you will feel pain with rejection when it comes to business. I have been there, I have done that, and I have you know, overcome the this trigger for the most part, but there's still going to be um, old wounds that get re-triggered and resurfaced, and those are just reminders that there's a little bit more work that needs to get done and an opportunity for growth for, for me, for that specific trigger. And until I have uncovered all of those triggers with the rejection trigger especially and only then will I be able to um, basically deflate the rejections and not allow them to affect me or the rest of my day or the rest of my weeks whereas back in the day which feels like so long ago but it wasn't even that long ago just thinking back even two years where Every time I would feel rejection, I would just go into the victim energy level and spiral out of control because it feels like chaos. It feels like spiraling out of control, even though to the outsider, it seems like I'm in control and I got everything and I know what I'm doing. But on the inside, there there's turmoil. There's a lot of pain and there's a lot of suffering. And little by little, I started learning what rejection is and really understanding that it's not personal. Very rarely is it actually personal and it's actually about you. More often than not, it's about the other person and what they might be going through and what they might be interpreting from you and trying to read you and trying to make sense of what you might be thinking and feeling and translating it in their own mind and saying what they say and which can cause you to feel rejected as well or can cause them to feel rejected okay so now that we covered a little bit about rejection I want to hear how rejection shows up in your life and how do you feel use words um, that really resonate with you of how you feel in that moment um, your feelings your emotional state what are the thoughts that are going through your mind and usually it's one specific thought that keeps going over and over and over in your mind like uh, a record player that has gotten stuck in that same song that keeps jumping back and keeps jumping back you know we're back in the <laughs> blast from the past bringing the old computers in here in this conversation bringing the typewriters in this conversation let's bring the record players in here as well because all of those things are coming back in style are they not 
So let's bring these things back. How maybe how you used to be triggered and what were your feelings and emotions uh, back in the day when you were a child, when you were a teenager, when you were in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and whatever age um, you have gotten to evolve through, grow through. And here's what's popping into my mind is that most of us are not going to remember our childhood meaning that we won't actually remember where or from who we had learned our way of dealing with rejection our default program you know that outdated program that is no longer serving you no longer serving me of where it came from where did I learn to deal with it but it does go back to our parents most of you are parents meaning I'm also want to you know mention that how you're dealing with it now is most likely how your children will deal with it when they grow up and the age that your parents were at how they were dealing with rejection at that age can actually be quite similar uh, of how you will deal with rejection within the same age bracket as your parents were at that time. So just planting those seeds in there as well. Uh, so we're setting examples for our kids and how they will deal with rejection as teenagers and as adults recognizing your default program so recognizing how you're showing up recognizing your thought patterns recognizing your your uh, patterns of feelings your patterns of your emotional state uh, recognizing your patterns of your body language as well that's going to be another um, another topic we'll cover at another point in time talking about body language but body language is actually quite important when it comes to Um, noticing rejection in someone else noticing that they're triggered uh, that they're feeling rejected and within yourself as well it is easier to notice it in others than it is to notice with yourself but if you start to pay attention of when you are feeling rejected and you become aware that right now I am triggered because I'm feeling rejected take the time to focus into yourself on how you know I already talked about the thoughts the feelings the emotions but your body language what state is your body in right now is it tense where is it tense because it's going to be tense is a certain part of your body pounding maybe your heart is really pounding or maybe you start to sweat stress sweat or maybe you feel chills or maybe you know maybe you feel hot throughout your body uh, maybe you get uh, some tingling in a certain part of your body or maybe you start to get a headache or a migraine headache paying attention to your body and how it's communicating with you with this trigger can help you to understand and also your body language itself your face how's your face look you can look in the mirror and at the same time, how does your face feel? 
where there might be some tension in your face that you're trying to hide but the other person they can read they can read energy unconsciously for most people so paying attention to your body language as well uh, recognizing the default program catch yourself when you are feeling triggered and stop yourself from going back to your old ways to your old programming i know it's easier said than done but it becomes easier with practice when you know exactly what you can do to replace it the new program that you want instead so taking the time to figure that part out for yourself so if this is the state that your body goes into if this is the thought pattern the pattern of your um your emotions and your feelings when you are feeling triggered when it comes to rejection and you clearly don't like it because otherwise you wouldn't be here listening to this video to this to this live guidance that what are you going to replace it with just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's going to change you got to know what you want instead and also why you want it what's in it for you otherwise you're not going to do it and then bringing yourself to a place where you actually decide that this is what you're going to do now when you're feeling triggered when you and you the trigger is the rejection in your personal uh, relationship so the first thing you're going to do is you're going to allow yourself to feel you're allowed to feel rejected we're not here trying to get you to completely get rid of um, this emotion of rejection it is a very actually very helpful tool for all of us to experience because we get to learn through rejection more about ourselves so if you're expecting yourself to never feel re-triggered with rejection after you know you've worked on it that it'll never come up again then this this training and this type of this this is not for you um, and you know in life we can't expect to not have certain emotions and feelings it's very normal it's a human response so what we're here is to help you to know what you're gonna do and how you're gonna go about it so that way it doesn't have the crippling effects on you that it once did that you know exactly what to do that you get your shit together when it, when this trigger comes back up for you and you're cool calm and collected and confident in approaching it and overcoming it and in dealing with it so allow yourself to feel acknowledge and accept your emotions and that it's very natural and completely normal to feel disappointment or sometimes even feeling angry when you are rejected you're a human being rejection is part of being human it is the triggers that we all have they're all part of being human and I know there was part of my life where I just wanted to not have any feelings or emotions and I fairly quickly started to understand that I would just be like a robot and and that part hurt as well and it hurt because here I am feeling so much and I don't want to feel any of this anymore I just want to um, I just want to feel numb to to life to the world but 
I can't. And then recognizing that the opposite side of that is that if I didn't, I wouldn't even know what love felt like. What, you know, what it would feel like for one of my kids to come home being upset over something that happened at school. I wouldn't be able to help them with any of that if I didn't have my feelings and emotions. I'm able to do that because I have those feelings and emotions, because I have dug into them deeper and started to understand them more. And without them, I would not be able to help them. I would just be like a robot and tell them this, 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 and that, but I wouldn't truly be able to help them. Because when someone is emotional, they needed and they need an appropriate emotional response and if i didn't have emotions i would not be able to give that to them so becoming more grateful for these emotions these triggers the depth of feeling and the capacity to feel so deeply is something that each and every one of us gets to learn how to really truly be grateful for them and just in the in the in a process it the, it lessens its hold on us where we become appreciative and grateful for them and we become more in control of them so not wanting those emotions it causes us we're rejecting them as well right since we're talking about rejection so trying to reject our feelings and emotions is not going to help so instead of rejecting them allow them and allow them to go through you and when they go through you they will leave but if you try to reject them and if you try to say no i don't want to feel this way that you, that's you rejecting so understanding the patterns within yourself of how you might be rejecting rejection how you might be rejecting your your trigger whatever the other triggers might be and instead of rejecting them, how do you allow them in and fully try to understand them as if they are your best friend that is hurt and upset and needs a little bit of understanding and love and attention from you right now. Uh, this, the next thing that you can do is take a moment. Step away from the trigger itself. Give yourself some distance between you and whatever triggered you or whoever triggered you. So that way you can you can see much more clearly. So you, you get some perspective from that distance. It might mean go for a walk. It might mean go to a different room. It might mean go take a bath. Whatever that distance means to you or looks like or sounds like to you or it feels like to you, then you go and you take that break for yourself um speaking up for yourself is very important sometimes you need to gather your thoughts and your feelings and emotions and then come back and have that conversation and that one is actually the one that would be best for everyone because usually in the relationships there's one person who wants to solve the problem right away you know talk about it right here and now and the other person needs a little bit more time to think and process so they can gather their thoughts and they can think more clearly because they're just um, through their life, they probably have gone through quite a bit of trauma, whether they remember it or not. And most people will not remember those traumas that have caused them to become a person that needs a little bit more time to process. 
um, that's me in the relationship where I do need that time and space to process and gather my thoughts and think and feel more clearly. Sometimes it might be minutes, sometimes it might be hours, sometimes it might be a couple of days until we can come back and have this conversation where I am no longer emotionally charged um, or not as emotionally charged as I was and I can actually speak openly and clearly but that communicating openly and lovingly is going to be key because everybody deserves to be heard and um, at the same time you don't want your partner to start creating their own ideas and thoughts on what you might be going through and trying to interpret you when they don't even know you entirely no matter how long you live with someone you won't know them 100% because you don't even know yourself 100% so how can you expect someone else to know you 100% when you don't even know yourself 100% and you don't even know anything or anyone 100% 100% doesn't even exist it's like perfection perfection doesn't exist it's an idea it's a concept it's not an actual thing it's not something that you can you know reach one day and that's it and say this is perfect because when that happens guess what happens you're gonna discover there's a whole new level right? and there's something new something new that's the exciting part about life um, through communication you will also can ask for clarity to help you in understanding this rejection you can do that within yourself to gain clarity like as I was talking about earlier or through conversation you can ask for clarification because what you interpret as rejection might not be rejection at all now if I bring business into this I'll use an example when you're going to uh, ask for a raise this one I hear very often so when you go and ask for a raise and your boss tells you no we're not gonna give you a raise more people than not will not see clarity as to what does that no mean and try to understand why am I not getting a raise they will say okay thank you they will be upset about it they'll, they'll cry about it and more of those people end up leaving and going to a different job and opportunity because they felt hurt because they were rejected now if you ask for clarification and have a conversation with your boss as if they are a human being and ask probing questions that will help you to understand why not do you mean no ever or no for now why might that be what can I do to get that raise and you might find out that the business isn't doing so well so they can't afford to give you a raise as much as they would love to give you one they just can't afford it so then it means that it's nothing to do with you or about you it's something that is outside of your control nothing you can do because you're great you're awesome more uh, many bosses won't even tell you that you're awesome you're great but we can't give you that because of this because of that some will but many won't depending on on the boss right a leader will tell you they will help you to understand why they can't and then we'll give you some kind of a timeline or a deadline by when let's let's meet again in two months or in three months and have another review and then we will talk about that raise again and put that in the calendar so that way it's there it's not just something we say let's let's meet in three months and it's actually never in a calendar so you also want to make sure that if 
someone says to you, your boss says to you, let's talk about it, that, okay, well, let's put that in the books. Let's make sure that happens. Schedule that next appointment before you leave the office. So clarifying and taking time to understand what you are interpreting as rejection might not be. It might be something in a relationship. Um, uh, this one happens in every relationship where you want to get intimate with your partner, but they're not in the mood and you feel rejected. And you go to, I am not good enough. What about me? What did I do wrong? And start spiraling. Whereas if you just ask a question, even in that moment, are you okay? What's wrong? To try to understand what might be happening because they might be dealing with something at work or they might be dealing with something with a friend that they don't come and talk to you about. And they, it's, they're literally not in the mood. And you might think that it's something about you. Is it the way that I look? Is it the way that I came on to you? Is it the way that I smell? Or is it my hair is not nice? You start negatively judging yourself and making it about you. Whereas maybe it's not about you. So take a moment to get clear on is this even rejection? And is this about me? Because in that moment you might be at a place where you can actually help your partner to feel better and then end up getting what you want by simply having a dialogue that clarifies and then all of a sudden they're like, ooh, she is amazing, she's so awesome, she gets me, she hears me, and I am so turned on. Right? Right or right. Another thing that you can do is um, maybe there's boundaries that was crossed. So checking in with yourself after you have reflected on yourself on your feelings and your emotions and this rejection trigger that you have come up for you to see maybe there's some boundaries that were crossed that shouldn't have been crossed and remind whether it's by the other person or within yourself an emotional boundary that was crossed to protect your emotional well-being um so doing that and then um, maybe another another one big reason why we can get triggered sometimes and and feel triggered that we are being or feeling rejected is because maybe you haven't spent time taking care of yourself. Your personal, emotional being, your self-care and self-love practices. And if you don't, um, if you don't engage with the self-care and self-love practices on a daily basis, it's only a matter of time until you go into a sensitive state where almost anything can be misinterpreted as rejection. And um, so it might be just, as you do in reflection, you might recognize that, ooh, I haven't taken care of myself uh, in this way or in this way or in this way, or I didn't get to meditate, or I didn't get to exercise today, or I didn't get to go for a walk today. So making time for that. Uh, I talk about support systems. 
having someone you can go to to help you through that time to help you through understanding that trigger itself you can only understand so much as you're doing your own self-reflection and working on yourself but having someone else outside of you to go to whether it's a friend whether it's a therapist a counselor a coach or um I was going to say emotional support dog, but those can really give you the feedback <laughs> that you, you that you need, that you're looking for. You need someone who can talk back to you and not use those push buttons where the dogs can talk back to you uh, because, you know, it's still an animal. So when you are feeling triggered, it's important to have someone to go to, someone to talk to, someone that you can just you know, vomit out what you're going through to share that with someone, to unburden yourself. And of course, you're not going to go to your gossiper friend because they're going to share that with everybody else, right? Unless you want them to. And even then, checking the intention behind, I would want this gossiper friend to tell everyone about this. The intention would not be um, a healthy one behind that one. Uh, and typically, I don't see anyone in this group or in this community being in that way. But I just want to say because what if, right? Anyways, so having those trusted people to go to and individuals that can provide you the support, the comfort, and the guidance that you need to go forward. Um, remember not to blame yourself that not everything is your fault you might have played a role in that trigger but not everything is your fault you are not even though we feel like we're the main actors of our movie and that we're responsible for everything in, in our movie called life we are not responsible for everything even in the movie you have the main actor and you have many actors around you even have the um what do you call them the the background people in there as well so when it comes to your life and your trigger especially you're not the only one that's 100 percent responsible 100 percent liable for this trigger you got triggered because there was external sources that have seeped into you. So don't blame yourself, but at the same time, recognize what part you played in this, in this scenario, in this experience, and learn from it. And then when you have that conversation, a clarifying conversation with the other person, you can learn a little bit more about maybe what you did wrong or what you thought you did wrong is not the thing that they have seen you do wrong and vice versa where you can help each other to grow and evolve in a very healthy way so that way you can grow and build together and not be at war with one another and relationships do involve two people and the factors contributing to rejection may extend beyond your control and in some cases, it might be even beyond both of your controls. There might be someone else trying to meddle in your relationship and trying to give help and support and advice, but in the end, they're doing more damage than good. Um, 
I already talked about lessons from the experience. You can even write those lessons down so that way you can remember um, and reflect back when you're, I don't know, if you're, if, if, you're type of, if you're the type of person that takes time to review your journal or review your most important notes throughout your month or week to reflect back on, on your growth and evolution where you were on Monday and where you are now uh, on the following Monday. How much have you learned? How much have you grown? If you're that kind of person, then this is definitely going to be helpful when you're writing things down in your experience so that way you can go back and reflect on them. And also one day you might go back to this specific journal, these notes, and it might be something that you needed in that exact specific moment to help you to the next level. And also, be patient with yourself. Like I was saying earlier, that's something that I, I practiced to learn about myself as well, is that depending on a trigger and how deep the trigger has gone within me, it might take me a couple of minutes, it might take me a couple of hours, it might take me a day or a couple of days to, to work through it and then have that conversation and to be able to get through it. And that is a reminder that there is no time limit. There, you cannot put a deadline on by when will I feel better? By when will I have a comeback? Or by when will I be able to communicate openly and clearly? Because when you're just starting off with communicating clearly or uh, talking openly and honestly and being and speaking your truth and using your voice and expressing yourself it's not something that's going to happen overnight it's something that is going to take you some time to get to and each and every one of us is different and on top of that each and every experience and trigger that we go through it's going to be different as well even if it's the same trigger it might be experienced differently which means that the amount of time that it might take to process it might be different. And another thing keeping in mind is that just because you're now ready to have the conversation and you have that conversation does not mean that everything is going to be fixed right away. It might mean that after that conversation, you might need a little bit more time to process and understand and work through and have another conversation afterwards, just like with that with that boss conversation, asking for, uh, for, um, I already forgot what that word is. I haven't, for a raise, um, I haven't been in, you know, a nine to five job in quite some time. So, uh, forgive me if I forget these, these words in these languages. So with the boss, when you're asking for that raise, you're going to take the time to make sure that you schedule the next appointment because you, not always will you come to your solution or resolution at the first point of contact at the first time that you have that conversation. So going back to it again and maybe again and again, keeping that in mind, that that is what might end up happening. So that way you go deeper and deeper and deeper into the sugar and you really start to heal it on all the levels now with the business it, like I said it's very very similar but um, the first thing I want to say is when it comes to the business it's not personal 
it definitely is not personal it's it might feel personal but it's not personal it's business and keeping your personal from professional separate is also important so that way you don't end up getting hurt in the end i have been there i have done that where i became very attached to some of my potential clients and in the end we ended up going separate ways and there's nothing that came from that so i learned the hard way as we all do we all learn the hard way that it has nothing to do with me it has everything to do with them right that it's not about me it's about them that they're going through and you know if it's meant to be it's meant to be and if not then not i did everything that i i'm supposed to i'm meant to and i did everything i could the rest is up to the individual and that's it right that's it that's all there is to it that's the phrase that comes to mind uh staying calm and composed that's going to be key because when it comes to your business your career you're not going to flip out you're not going to lose your shit you're not going to you know educate them right there in the moment or try to the word harass comes to mind you're not going to harass them and trying to get them to say yes to you because your feelings got hurt and you feel rejected because to the previous point it's not about you don't take it personally and it becomes easier with practice same thing with the boss when you're asking for a raise don't take it personally it's not about you unless it is about you but chances are if it was about you and you knew that you were not the best employee or whatever kind of employee you were that you wouldn't be going and asking for a raise whereas i've actually have been at a company where a person was doing almost everything wrong and I don't want to say everything wrong, but it felt like everything that they were doing wrong. They were coming to work late. They were trying to leave early. They were not helping out when, you know, they were not doing any extras at all. They were not helpful, supportive to anyone else. They wouldn't help to train anyone. They were just doing their bare minimum and less. And then they would go and ask for a raise. So in that instance, uh, a boss that is a good girl or a good boy they'll say no and try not to make you feel bad about it and it's important to have that conversation so that way you can learn from what you're doing wrong and what you can do better whereas some bosses a boss will tell you a leader will also explain to you but in a way that is not painful and hurtful to you and it's not personal Whereas a boss will tell you and say, <laughs> how dare you come and ask me for a raise uh, when you do this and this and that. And they'll point out all of your flaws and failures and make you feel really, really horrible. So in that case, it is personal. But at the same time, that means that your boss is taking it personal as well and take, making it all about them. And that's why they're responding in that way whereas a leader would not take it personal they see that there's a lot of opportunities for growth and evolution and then what they will do is they will help you to put a plan together to become a better employee and then schedule a time to have the next conversation and a review so that way we can see how much have you done and grown 
okay and then let's talk about the next steps and then we'll talk about the next steps and then after those next steps okay now i think you deserve uh, a race because you have proven to me that you are worthy of one um, asking for feedback is another one whenever possible ask for constructive feedback on why the rejection occurred why someone said no to you so that way you can learn from it and do better next time or you know why are you saying no now is it something that i can do whereas in most cases with um with what i do for me it is it is rarely actually has never been about me it has always been about what the woman has because i work with women what the woman has been going through what she's dealing with and her own blocks and insecurities that often come up as to why it's a no or a no for now um whereas with with the boss like i said they might tell you what are the things that you got to work on um, so that way you can improve and become better in that um, in that area in that aspect maybe the way that you approach something can be done in a different way so reevaluate the way that you approach things and try it in a different way same thing in a relationship the way that you approach situation do it if it didn't work this way try it in a different way that didn't work try it a different way didn't work try in a different way but chances are you through this scientific experiments you're going to figure out what works and how it works and also learn why it works and you'll figure out your own formula on how to get a yes versus how to get a no whether it's in a relationship whether it's in the business and maintaining professional relationships the key word here is professional you don't need to be going and talking about all of you, about all of your private private family matters your private things that you're going through because then that relationship is not going to be a professional one it is going to be more of a friend one and this is one of the things that i had learned uh, in the past as well where one of the reasons why um a woman didn't want to work with me or you know chose to go in a different direction is because she didn't feel she felt more as a friend and didn't see the ways that I could actually help her limiting her own and this is you know my my assumption that she ended up limiting her own way of her own growth because I still had a lot to offer I just didn't express it i didn't talk about it enough i didn't feel i didn't want to be pitchy or salesy or try to get her to want to work with me in that way i just thought hey we'll be friends and when we're friends she'll want to work with me but when you become friends with someone and really really friends with someone they might only end up seeing you as a friend and not someone who can actually help them with what they're going through or the help that they're actually looking for so keeping it professional uh, focus on your strengths so remind yourself of your strengths and your successes and don't let rejection overshadow your capabilities and achievements 
remind yourself of who you are and your the your self-worth because you might have forgotten that in a moment and perhaps maybe setting new goals might be helpful as well which will help you to redirect energy and focus on something different and new and sometimes it might be uh, that the goals that you have already set in place might not be as achievable so coming up with new goals or reevaluating the goals that you have and making sure that they're actually achievable goals and not something that's unrealistic and also can help you to just stay focused and straight and narrow just focusing on these goals and this is what you're doing and not dwell on the past and the past experiences and spin out of uh, control celebrating yourself your success and your achievements just like way in personal relationships and when you're triggered with rejection when you have had that first conversation celebrate your success when you've had another conversation and you finally have come to a solution a resolution and both of you now are on board with the same you have the same goals the same things in place and you're both on board with it celebrate that you can celebrate within yourself and then also celebrate it together as as a unit doesn't always mean that you gotta go and have some lavish outing it could just be at home where you get to spend some time together because maybe you haven't or you get to play again together do something bonding and fun or even if you go out together just go out for coffee something nice and, and simple uh, not crazy and lavish if that's where you're at or maybe something nice and, and fancy and uh, the last thing I want to mention for your for overcoming rejection in your business is more like a reminder that the more there was um, a book I can't remember the book is called but get to your 100 no's that is a goal for many many entrepreneurs or was a goal for many successful entrepreneurs get to your 100 no's and once you get to the past the 100 no's you're going to build uh, resilience you're going to learn how to embrace resilience and those no's are not going to hurt you anymore because you know you've heard them all and now the goal is to get to the yes and no longer the goal is to get the uh, a 100 no's uh, becomes a becomes a toolkit you know a tool in your tool belt and understanding it'll help you to understand um, that these setbacks are normal that it is expected and it will help you to bounce back much quicker and also help you to grow thicker skin so that is all that I believe that I have uh, for you guys in helping you to understand dealing with triggers and trigger of rejection in relationship and in business so that way you can live the life that you actually want to live. I want to invite you before I go into the comments, I want to invite you all. To, I'll, I'll put a link down in the comments later but I want to invite you all to 
book a 30 minute free 30 minute get your shit together session with me call with me where I will listen into your the things that you want to work on and help you to get the first steps in place to overcome whatever it is that you're working on so that way you can go forward confidently knowing exactly what you're going to be doing and why you're going to be doing it so that link is going to be down in the comments or it'll be in um in the, in the bio somewhere or around this video depending uh, where this video pops up um, later on but i know there was quite a few comments that came through so what i will do um Laura said we didn't have operating systems like Windows typed Word or Lotus 123 spreadsheet at the doc prompt. I still know a lot of my DOS commands. Yeah, I, I know none of those. <laughs> uh, those are the things that never you know, stayed with me or stuck with me. They just, you know, in one ear, out of the other. And then Rebecca said, I think to myself, I suck and never will be good enough. Then I have to remind myself that's not true. So it sounds like you also, um, so by the way, thank you for sharing that because a lot of us can relate to this phrase, to this thought pattern that I suck and never will be good enough that comes up um, in the spiraling of our minds as they, you know, the record playing keeps playing the same record over and over again and that you have the discipline to remind yourself that that is not true that is just a part of you that is keeping you small and not allowing you to live the life that you actually want to live so reminding yourself of who you truly are that's what it sounds like you're doing in this moment as well uh, Laura said, I feel like I'm not, let's keep scrolling back, not good enough, so I just, uh, so I deserve it and I am not worth anything. Abandonment in childhood. Thank you for sharing that as well. I, I know so many women can relate to this one that I'm not, I feel like that I'm not good enough, so I deserve it. So whatever it is happening, whatever it is that uh, I'm experiencing right now, I deserved it, you know that there's this is exactly what's supposed to be and I've you know I've earned it in a way that because I am not good enough and I'm not worth anything which comes from the childhood abandonment and also I know the childhood experiences where you know trying and trying trying to be a good girl and in the end no one is validating that in the ways that you needed it. Um, Debbie said, I have to go. Catch you later. We'll see you later, Debbie. I know you're going to be re-watching this. Uh, for me, uh, Rebecca says, for me, rejection is easily triggered and usually isn't really rejection towards me. That's a great realization as well, that it's not about, it's not towards you, but just rejection itself. Uh, something that you probably experienced through your childhood as well and now has become your um, almost like when maybe when you're feeling triggered the first place you go to is feeling rejected when it might not be rejection itself and or 
that you take it in that is, it isn't rejection towards me but it might feel like it's towards you initially until you start to work through it and then Rebecca says going back and reflecting is very powerful it's how I am able to realize my growth when I don't notice it mm-hmm and that's why I say the best thing that we can do is keep a journal that we can go back to and reflect on where we were because we do forget we're supposed to forget because if we remembered all the things that we went through it would be so painful it would be very painful and um, some people actually live in that pain state as well Rebecca says the word dignity comes to mind maintaining my dignity and self-respect yeah um, so when we're feeling rejected we might feel like we are not being respected and that someone is trying to take our dignity away from us in a way so we can find ourselves in the defense mode when we feel like we have to defend ourselves and protect ourselves whether we explode or implode explode means that everybody around us gets to know what is happening inside of us and then implode means that we're doing this to ourselves when we start to punish ourselves and tell ourselves all the different reasons why we believe that we deserve it and that we're worth whatever it is we're experiencing whereas no that is not the reality uh everybody deserves love everybody deserves uh validation everybody deserves to be treated with love and respect and understanding and if they're not then it's up to them as an individual to figure out how they can get that back because at some point in that relationship whether it's personal relationship or business relationship a boundary was crossed and it was allowed and that's why that person continues to treat you that way because it was okay at one point and you didn't say anything so they don't know any better but when you say no that's not okay I don't like you to talk to me that way you can't say this you can't say that you're clearly stating your boundaries and when they're crossed it's up to you to remind them because if you don't remind them everything's gonna go back to the way that it was and Laura said you probably do control Z is undo and control A is select and all control P is print and control S is save I almost all software see the one that I do know is control C which is control copy and then control V is paste copy and paste that's all I know <laughs> and then you push the backspace to delete without any controls or anything so those are the only things that I do remember from this uh, from this keyboard and using all the other functions on here it's control to get the other option on whether it's the two dots or the dot with a comma at the bottom yeah um, that's all I know and I think if I push escape depending on what's open because on here if I just go and open the main page and I push escape nothing happens but I remember back in the day when I would push the escape button it would help you to escape your programs and the task bar would come up 
Uh, maybe it's control escape. But I don't want to play around with my computer right now. So anyways, uh, let me open the page back up to make sure that there's... Yeah, see, I did... Well, that's what I did. When I pushed escape on my, on my page, on my video, it brought me back to the previous page. Hmm. I do know something. <laughs> Is it useful? I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, that is all that I have for you guys for today. Uh, once again, a reminder, uh, I'm going to put a link in the in the comments below or somewhere around this video. If you are watching this video on a different platform or as a podcast, as an audio, there's going to be a link somewhere around where you can schedule your free 30-minute get your shit together session with me where I will help you to get your shit together in that one specific thing that you want to work on and you will have a small little plan to go forward with overcoming that block or that obstacle for you. So you'll have the next steps for you clearly uh, identified. Other than that, that is all that I have for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you everybody. And until we see each other next Monday at 11.30 for my um, live card reading that I do on Mondays in this group, and that's it. Have an amazing the rest of your week. Amazing weekend until next Monday or next Thursday at 11.30 Eastern Time in this group for another Get Your Shit Together with myself. Where we'll talk about another topic. Whether you bring it to me or something that I bring from a coaching session to discuss and share with all of you that has helped one of my clients to get their shit together in, in something. And... It'll help you to do the same thing. Anyways, that is all. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks.